0: Welcome to another episode of Ronin Radio. This is Michael Skye. I am here with Hans Komein. We are still in the south of Brazil. The ocean was very, very cold this morning and very rough. But it's always beautiful to start the day that way. Hans and I uh, came back and we started our podcast talking about men who cannot be trusted. And as I was going to title the episode... I thought about titling it Flower Men, but I felt that would be an insult to both men and flowers. (laughs) So I titled it uh, Flower Boys, or Don't Be a Flower Boy. And these are men who cannot be trusted. So we warn younger men against going into business with such men. And we warn women against going into relationship with such men. Hans and I talk about some of our personal painful experiences with men who would not show up, could not keep their word, and would not face us, and what's going on there, and what the cause of that is. All right, we're live, Hans. We're live. Ah, The ocean was uh, cold this morning. It was raining. Oh, it was very cold.
1: You you felt the yeah. O- oh yeah the ocean was man, not the stream.
0: yeah you know, when we first got in man it was uh, Benjelaba as they might say in Portuguese and uh, man I caught some great waves it was it was a, it was a rough sea today
1: the sea was wild that day my friends
0: so I titled this episode Flower Boys so did you know Hanza. first I wrote in their flower men I was like. Well, I can't call them men. I don't feel that they're men. And so I said flower boys, you know, but (coughs) guys we're going to talk about, like, I wouldn't want to insult flowers by even putting them in the same name. (laughs) So I've got some judgments, okay? I've got some judgments, but it's a a stand for men. It's a stand for men. And the kind of men we're talking about, and I'm not just going to label them as like, that's the totality of who they are, but are at a phase in their life, and if they're not careful, it could become them for the rest of their life, is they are, again, I'm, I'm tempted to not even use the word men, but they're men who won't face you and make things right. They won't, you know, something happens, they give their word, there's a deal, now there's a conflict. They won't face you, they won't make things right. And if they do say that, agree to make things right, they go home and talk to their wife or whatever, it changes or their feelings change, and then they they don't do it. And there's just, there's no man there. There's no one to meet you.
1: There's no one to keep the agreement. Are you, are you talking about like the disappearing or are you talking about like not keeping your word?
0: The disappearing. I mean, I think sometimes uh, words, you know, the words we give get broken, but not even to show up to mm. make it right and and avoid facing you. Not addressing the issue. And it's like there's no... There's nothing there. There's not a man there. It's all mushy and... Uh, wow.
1: Yeah, I have some stories about that.
0: <laughs> well, they, this came up before we went live. There's a I have a Turkish friend of mine who uh, lives in uh, Fairfield, Iowa, where there's a meditation university. It's a Maharashi or something like this. Anyway, so there's a lot of uh, meditators. There's a lot of people into like spirituality, high vibrations, this sort of thing. And he was in business with this guy. And it was an older guy. Turns out he's from, you know, the 60s. And I came up with the name, like, Flower Boys because it goes back to, you know, the late 60s was like flower power. Everything was about flowers and, you know, emotions and being free and... All good values. Yes, all of this. And I find that it's a lot of these guys from that era, actually... Who have no backbone, have no, can't give their word, uh, won't show up, won't get it done, and they're pretty much just going to melt at whatever their woman says or whatever their emotions say. And there's yeah, there's no
1: man there. And yeah, I'm 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 interested in the why. I'm interested in like what is going on there because I would love to also solve it. Yes.
0: Uh, it, you want so to see you mentioned a couple of guys. If you can yes. mention one or two briefly.
1: Yeah. I'll, so this is this thing has haunted me since uh, <laughs> fifteen years. I had a writing. No, I had. I was part of a writing company with a. I'm gonna call names. I'm gonna say it. Maybe this is a way you never know because uh, I'm, I'm genuinely cur- curious what's going on there and I'm genuinely curious how I can show up how I can make a miracle happen there so I had a writing company with Joe if you're watching Joe if anyone of the friends of Joe watches you want you could give it to him <laughs> and with a couple of guys and we had a writing company and we did all kinds of writing translations. Uh, we wrote reviews. Um, anyway, at some point Joe asked me to borrow money for the company. I believe yes, for the company. And, and I borrowed 20,000. You lent him. Lent him. I lent him. Me and my father each lent 10,000. Uh-huh. All right. Euros. Euros. <laughs> and to this day it's not given back. And uh and and it's completely unaddressed. Yes. And he would speak well of my father and of me, and then and then and then like what the what about the money? You know? And he has never given it back. And whenever I try to address it, Jim Belly is like elusive, he's gone, or he's not addressing the message, or you know, it's uh yeah, I would have to like go and knock on his door. Yeah. And and I've done that. I've been there also, you know, and it's just, it's hard to describe because people are going to say, well, just, you know, show up and make it happen or, but there's like a, a disappearing act, yes. you know, in words and in, and, and I'm baffled, I'm baffled by how, like what is happening there for him that that is, that he, he chooses to live with that. Yes. You know, because... I don't understand it. Like what a burden that must be. I'm imagining what a burden that must be for him. You know? And, and I'm, I, I believe like one day uh, he said something about like, like he has trouble with money, you know? So, and he has a family and he wants to feed them and whatever. So that is more important. You know? Yes. Uh, and yeah, this is all right. But the fact that that is left unaddressed by him, that two words means
0: completely outside of my world, your world. We don't get how you could hold your head up and live life and and go about your life without addressing that. And for me, the way I understand it is, and I asked you about his relationship with his father because I see it in most cases as a a judgment that they have of the father Mm. or of the masculine. And uh, this is also where the honor window comes in. You know, mm-hmm. so using the honor window to this is about becoming the full man or the full individual. And it's so important to honor thy mother and thy father, mm-hmm. not just for the sake of the mother and the father, but for your own
1: development. Mm-hmm. Are you saying it's 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 because of the judgments of the father that that this happens, or are you saying they coincide? They they they're, they're there's signs of the same thing is because there's a judgment towards the masculine say that this becomes also possible that you don't hold your word or
0: well his, you know, your father, when you're growing up is the masculine Mm -hmm. in a way. Yes. So you go up, you know, having those deep judgments against your father, especially if your father was a masculine man, Mm -hmm. you know, not all men are right. But, um, you know, because your father is kind of that force. He's the protector. He's the provider. He's the, mm-hmm. you know, he's the one that to the woman often seems, oh, he's too mean or he's too hard or he's too aggressive or he's too this or he's too that. And so the the son doesn't want to show up in any of those mm-hmm. kind of ways. And it creates a, a barrier inside of him emotionally, psychologically. He doesn't want to go anywhere near looking like his father. Yes, And... But he needs those traits that, are, that
1: go with those judgments. Right. Well, that's interesting. I don't know how his father was. I didn't know his father. But I do know that he's like, he hates his father. You know, and his father died and he didn't go to the funeral. You know, and he really has resentment till this day. Yes. That's interesting. Hmm. Yes. And there were,
0: you know, this guy I mentioned, this uh, flower, flower guy from the 60s. Um, I think a lot of that movement in the sixties was a judgment against their fathers, mm-hmm. you know, in society and that kind of, you know, I think their fathers were, uh, were probably from the, like the greatest generation, the World War II guys and all of this very masculine, very, you know, it was a whole different world back then. And, um, that movement in a lot of ways was a rejection of, Everything structured and formal and discipline and all of that into just love and music and psychedelics and all of this, but it's not that. It's not that those things are wrong or bad or that right. freedom or whatever isn't is 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 a negative thing, but. It's, I, what I'm speaking to is the rejection of right. and judgment of
1: the masculine. I would I would stay there, you know, instead of bringing all the other labels in because that makes it not all, for me more dangerous and unclear. You know what I do see that I I'm think, not sure what you're saying. Like if you would bring in, uh, say, psychedelics. And love and freedom, you know, I could see all of those could be great values, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure. But the what, rejection I'm, of the I'm, masculine... While
0: well, I'm painting the picture, they're not just going towards that, they're going away from the other. Right. You know, so... But um, that's the
1: interesting part, like how that is, could be a rejection of, of the masculine. And what do you mean by that? Is what A rejection of what? Like the stand, being uh, being uh, upright, uh, keeping your word, what... what, what whatever comes with the mask and what would that be? You know, that's what's interesting, you know? And then, yeah, yeah, for sure. Had, had many, many instances of this. And you, you, we asked your question was, and I have this too, how can you recognize it? You know, how can you recognize it? And to me like beforehand and, and no, don't go into a deal with that or yes.
0: Go ahead. Well, I have another guy, in fact, uh, um, kind of my most painful business deal gone south, let's say, was with a guy who was also from that generation, and he was uh, in, um, like, and that wasn't Sausalito, but just north of San Francisco there, I forget the, I forget the the word for it, but... um, I gave him $20,000 to deliver something really important, like the most important thing I'd ever done for my business. I was doing an event for conscientious objectors and and post-traumatic war veterans, 2010, and I was going to gift it. And like, there's suicidal guys, there's lives on the line. And he knows how important it is. And he just, he doesn't show up. He doesn't do his job. He doesn't, like he's, there's no man there. There's, there's, you know, he can't give his word to do it. He can't, he won't show up and confront me and face it and make it right. And it's, it's just like this dealing with mush, you know? And it it was, uh, man, it brought so much anger in me. Um, but this guy was very much, he was, I would call him kind of like the, the male feminist type of, guy who's just like 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 just like all oh, with the, the ladies and everything that they want and they' are it's it's like kind of like everything female is positive everything he's kind of worship the female without mm. criticism without any critical thought without any objection without any anything and I think that it, it in it kind of like in a sleazy way you know just like almost doing that to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of my assessment of him. But... um Become
1: one of the ghosts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's, you know, as, as we're talking to men here who may listen or watch this, one, it's a warning to not become that guy that other men can't count on. Um, grave consequences in your life. You know, it's gonna it's gonna really limit the brotherhood that you have. Period. And um, you know, men who are
1: men who are, yeah. Go ahead. I you know maybe I shouldn't have let you interrupt me. <laughs> no, my like the, the 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 great interesting thing is like how do we know? And then I realized in my life. It's very hard to know like n- who not to get into a deal with or because there are very few men who keep their words. Like to me, in my experience, I had a I had to I have a lifelong of meeting guys who don't keep their words. And every time I'm like I feel betrayed, I'm baffled. I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing? You know, is how am I insane? Am I insane that no guy really wants to show up as an ally? Am I insane that in in my world there's so few men, you know? There's so few allies. And and so we've been hanging out with it's us. incredible. <laughs> but then, you know, now I would say I I, I know, you know, because now I've experienced what it means to be an ally. Now I've experienced what it is, you know. Okay, I feel this this trust and and it's different than what i felt before when i was in in a agreement or in a working re- business relationship with with those men i could feel there's a difference there you know but i wouldn't have known it before i wouldn't have known it so i i think right now that i would see the signs but for a big part of my life i wouldn't i would not know cuz i didn't have i didn't have great examples i i wasn't I wasn't uh, educated in it. You
0: know? mm. Yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of consequences to uh, a man who doesn't. Well, I would say become a man because I don't. I don't think of those people as men. I don't think of those guys as actual mm. men. You know, to me, what it is to be a man is to keep your word, and when you fail to do that you show up make and you right. make it right and you'll face people and you'll do what it takes. So um yeah, and oftentimes it, I think a good sign is a is a man who doesn't have brothers. Mm. Like he doesn't have g- groups of men who call him out. He doesn't have those mm. those
1: um that's a great sign. Yes. Huh. That's a great way. Don't go, don't into a deal with a guy who doesn't have brothers. You see if you can trust the man. See if he has uh, allies. Yes. That's a great, great one. And also, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I think you can test guys on simply keeping their word. You know, simply doing what they said they're going to do, and then, you know, if they don't, I mean, I think we all go through phases in our life, maybe where. You know, if you're in a state of change, if you're questioning everything that you're doing, if everything's in in transformation, that's that's one thing. You know, I mean, I think I think in times in our life, it, there's there's reason to question our commitments and the society that we live in and the maybe the religion we grew up inside of and all these sorts of things. And you start to question these things yes. that you're committed to. That's one thing.
1: It's like you say, is the disappearing, is the not addressing of yes. the issue that yes. is the problem.
0: Yes. Yes. And there's plenty of women out there who deal, have to deal with those kind of men. Uh-huh. And it's miserable. They, they, they very much know what we're talking about. You know?
1: Wow. I'm thinking now, this is maybe off on a tangent, you know? But maybe those men, like trying to understand them, maybe those men, they feel it's addressed with me. Like, think of Joe. Mm-hmm. He feels it's addressed with me. He addressed it.
0: Did he? How did he address it?
1: Well, maybe he thinks I said it when talking to him or, you know, once or... Uh, he yeah. said what? Well, at some point we talked about this thing, uh-huh. you know, and I don't feel like it's addressed, but maybe he does, you know. So I, I, maybe he would think I addressed it. I told him uh, I need money for my family to feed my children. And then it's addressed to him and and i think he's not addressing it he thinks it's addressed you know and
0: i don't know if you didn't agree to let it go or you didn't forgive it or if you didn't whatever um sure maybe he's rationalizing something right but it's a very squirrely weaselly thing to just you know if it's not addressed with you and you're clear that it's not addressed Mm. you know, I don't see how it could be clearly resolved for him except with some kind of whatever excuse he's making for it. And if he's That's making an excuse with you for doing that to you, he's doing it in other places in his life. Mm-hmm. He's doing it in a relationship with his wife. He's doing it in business still.
1: This is a great exploration. Like what I hear from you uh, that are these things are new is a great way to see whether you go in a, a deal or a friendship or an allyship or a business with a guy is look if he has brothers. That's a great, great practical thing. And then this is great too. If you're wondering also the relationship with the father, you know, how is yes, that? Yes. Yeah, that's too. And then the last thing I think is great is um, um, what did you just say? Uh, oh, because like, I'm trying to understand, him, and I'm trying to walk his shoes, and I'm thinking, maybe he thinks it's addressed. And you say, no, it's important that the other thinks it's addressed. So surely he must know. He Surely he knows that I think it's unaddressed. Yes. So.
0: Well, I think of, you know, I can think of men who also don't have a good relationship with their father, but maybe their father was a, a weaker man, or a man who in some ways they judge him as being that... Mm. And then they are kind of the opposite. They become super hard, and those might be the ones much more likely to, when it, when the conflict comes, to be so hard about it. They're like, "Fuck the other side," and they can
1: just in the
0: warrior mode, mm. let's say. So, and both are problematic, but both are related to the judgment of the father. Mm. Yeah,
1: interesting. So what do we do about it?
0: And this is, I think it's important for women too, who might be listening. About who they're choosing to be in a relationship with. About who they're choosing to have a child with. Who they're going into business with as a man.
1: But imagine you choose the wrong one. This happens. You know, like I did. Like your friend did. How did you address it? How can I address it?
0: You know, I I went uh, to great lengths to try to resolve it, and there was no resolving it with him. It just wouldn't show up, so it's unresolved. You know, and I forgave him. Um, I don't believe I forgave the money, and I didn't. I I didn't forgive on the sense of like forgive and forget. You know, but um, like if. I Are forgave on this site. I, I forgave in the sense of, um, like, I'm not okay. gonna, I'm not gonna continue to try to get it from him or whatever. Like, like whatever that energy is, like mm-hmm. that it's unresolved. But if I see him, if we're both both up at the same event, you know, like I'm not gonna. For one, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna protect him from public humiliation. Like I'll call him out call him out publicly still. And that's what I, eventually that's what I had to come to. Do I have to, you know, because I felt it's my responsibility to warn other people because he wanted to work with people doing good work in the world. And this is how he is. And I found out what, and I was like, if this is how he's with me. Who else is he doing it with? And I found another, like a, a guy who's a, helps people with spirituality and relationships and this sort of thing. And I found out, that he has the same kind of thing happen with that guy. Like, like like guys, people who are like this, it's a character thing. And I was like, well, if I don't speak up because I don't want this to play out publicly and then that affects my image and reputation and stuff like that, um, that was a big problem. For, that was a big issue for me. But in the end, I realized I have to make it public to warn other people to not hire this guy. And so I made it very public. Um, in fact, I, he was like the top... On the on the you know if you go to Google the top on the on the first page if you search for his name the first uh, few results on that page were my story about what happened and I told him you know look we resolved this I'll update the story but you know um, yeah it was a big issue for me and it, another thing <clears throat> that I felt that I was really challenged by this is when I left the states it was a big deal for me, is I I tried to go to other people in the same kind of transformational leader community because that's the kind of guys he was doing work for. And these are the guys, if you think of the guys who are really successful and kind of famous authors and teachers in the realm of personal development and spirituality and relationships and this sort of thing. Um, The guys that belong to this, there was a group that they, a lot of these kind of guru types were, Belong to the transformational leadership group or something like this, and um, you know, I try I tried to go to some of those where we had relationships in common and stuff like this to get them, kind of like as elders or as fellow community members to come in and help us resolve this. And I I couldn't get anyone to do it, and I was judging them for that, and I was like, these man, these guys are standing for. They say that they're standing for this. And then, like, I look for evidence that they're that they're really not they're not being transformational leaders. With other issues in this community, like there was this big story of this guy who he organized these events, um, and, and part of it involved these um, sweat. What does it call It sweat lodge. You know, maybe it, I got the name wrong. But based on the Native American practice of you know you make the fire and the steam and it gets really hot, and he used this as part of his transformational events. Um, and people ended up dying inside of this thing. And and this guy was someone who was in the secret, that kind of famous movie, The secret Do you remember The Secret? Yeah. Anyway, so he and he was like a really big moneymaker and popular guy. And when this happened, um, All of his so-called friends and business associates who were also in the secret and all this kind of stuff, no one either stood up for him um, or, well, yeah, no one had his back. Absolutely no one had his back. But they were all promoting him beforehand. They were all vouching for him beforehand. And then, like, the guy has no allies. Zero. And no one was even really showing up to say anything about it. And he kind of all disappeared. And to me, that was just another example of, man, we're trusting these people to kind of lead us into the future? There's some, there's, and that, and that all that really had me think, and I was questioning the culture and all of this. And I wanted to go explore um, cultures where elders really had a role to, of resolving conflict. And I heard about, like, in Somalia, where, you know, you have a conflict between one tri- someone in one tribe kills someone in another tribe. They don't do this uh, court thing and and find out who's to blame and then it's prison and all this. The model is more about getting balance back. And so the elders from both tribes will come together and they'll figure out restitution and whatever. Anyway, I was very curious about that. That's one reason I left the States because I realized how unjust our justice system is. Because I realized I could take this guy to court, spend years... Tens of thousands of dollars, never get resolution. And, or if I do get judgment in my favor, if I don't run out of money in the, in the in the meantime, I get judgment in my favor. You can still not pay. You know, this could just go on. There's no justice. And then I started having violent thoughts, you know, like I could arrange justice, you know, I've got brothers who would help with that. And I kind of felt like it, was, it would be right, too. Like, this right. guy is going to, like, lives are at stake with some of these, you know, things that this guy is, people he's helping, he's, he's, he's doing business with. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I kind of felt like, man, in the old days, when it was just a tribal situation, people wouldn't let this guy inside of their tribe. He's a betrayer. He's a, someone who, he, 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 yeah,
1: costs lives and maybe it is testament to the to the to the disappearing it's still to this day talking about it to this day i'm talking about it and it still lingers you know it's incredible what a crime it's like a violation you know? yes you're still in my mind yes you're still thinking about it i'm trying to resolve it yes like what is like a part of of the resolving is this like imagine now like i can feel you very judgmental and i am too you know but like, what is going on with that guy that for him, this is right? What is going on for him that he thinks this is okay? Like, is he compromising? Is he like, does he feel righteous about it? Like, what is going on?
0: Remember the in our last uh, conversation, we talked about not having a culture of honor. Um, I think this is a part of it you know so if a guy doesn't come up inside of like a brotherhood and he's got older men and and there's not like a way of he's not really indoctrinated into a way of honor of being a certain kind of man and showing up for his brothers and and he's not invited into responsibility mm-hmm. with a call to honor he he rejects the responsibility and which, so, which in a way I agree with, uh-huh. but, um, but then he can just be left without any honor.
1: I understand. But that's again, an explanation. Like, like for your What's guy, going on for him? Yeah. What is going on in his mind? Like that, that seems to fit that there's no like conflict like we seem to have with it.
0: Well, I don't know what's going on in his mind, but you know, from the honor of work, he could feel like, well, maybe I already caused him enough damage by me trying to resolve it and making it public and this sort of thing that, well, I, he's, he could think, well, he's never going to get the money now. Like it's, he already, what he did to me, did to me, uh, that makes it even or something like this.
1: Okay, well, before then, when he's not delivering to you, And then the ongoing thing. This is, you know, this is everyday life. People have
0: their rationalizations. People have their stories. People... uh, I understand. But
1: if we do the honor window with him, what would he say? Like, what would he say he's standing for?
0: Well, I mean, I could guess. Yes. I could guess. I mean, um, his business might have been in jeopardy. He might have spent the money. And it he just couldn't deliver, you know? He could've had a drug habit, you know, and the money's gone and and uh maybe he's about to lose it all, have an emotional breakdown, and he's just standing for holding it all together and he can't deal with me because uh it's too much, I'm too intense, I'm he's um, it, just maybe he's just standing for just surviving, you know. Um mean, we could go into that and look at that. Um, but to me, you know, like I still consider myself his ally. Like I will face him. I will do the honor work with him. But I'm still going to hold him accountable, you know. And I'm also going to hold him publicly accountable. And so to me, it's not, um, it's not one or the other, you know. And, and I do um, absolutely judge that way of being. I judge that way of being, and um and it's to me it's a warning for young men, for all men and women to watch out for guys like that who can't are the they can't be trusted.
1: I'm know? almost pissed that we that I brought it up again, you know because it's rumbling inside you, and he still like is't my thoughts mm. yeah, fuck that, you know. Fuck that, Joe Smets. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Well, well um, you know, you can take that energy and have that be a stand for men mm-hmm. and a stand for how you're going to be in relationship, you know, and also a stand for him that, you know, because I would say, don't let him off the hook. Don't let him off the hook. I mean, there's there's an argument for forgiveness, you know, in a way, like, um, and that could be a powerful uh, process. And also for honoring and doing the honor work. But for me personally, I still, like, I'll keep the fire there as a stand for him to make his evolution and a stand Mm -hmm. for other men and a stand for myself to be someone that people can trust.
1: Yeah, because I have instances where I have both, you know. I have other instances where it went... Sour, sour, and I can at the same time, like honor this man, and and at the same time, I'm not forgetting. Yes, you know? I'm not forgetting. This is not is is that part is not resolved. Yes, you know. Yeah, and
0: you uh, let that be a warning about uh, doing business. Yes, you know. Let that be a warning about you know. Um, yeah, so.
1: I'm trying to see how this conversation benefits you know and uh, the tragedy no the tragedy is like the only benefit I see in it is us sharing it like I know that you went through it too and I know like I went through it and that you see it that gives some kind of like a relief to it yes you know but the real issue with him with them, you know, is, is is unresolved, you know, and I don't see really how I can resolve it.
0: Yeah, you know, part of the challenge is that we live in such individualistic cultures. And, you know, I come from America, and there are some really tight communities of religions and things like this. And if you if you're a member of these communities, you can see... everyone in the community comes if someone chooses to be this they really get the shame you know and -hmm. if they make it right they they get the respect they get the Mm -hmm. you know they get welcomed back in so to speak but there's these kind of consequences don't exist very much in in such an individualistic society guys can just kind of forget about you move on with their life Not having you as a Facebook friend. Um, You know, it's just so easy to not be accountable in Mm -hmm. today's world.
1: In an ending note, I'm thinking about the movie. You're not going to like it. What we do in the shadows about these vampires living together (laughs) and they hold each other accountable. One is not acting like a vampire and they shame him. (laughs) they walk around him and they go shame 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 it's so funny but yes that's the trouble you know he can be elusive i'm very interested in what i can do and uh if what i get from this conversation is i want to now i want to use it and and do something more you know whether that is speaking to guys about it or addressing it with him again i kind of like the idea maybe you should come along Mm. yeah and bring some pliers <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke okay
0: yeah and I think uh, you know in resolving these sorts of things I think a healthier model if, if two guys can't resolve it to have the elders of the two guys come together mm-hmm. for a resolution you know and if that can't happen you know then maybe there needs to be war brothers
1: His elder is dead, and my elder is also one he took mine from. (laughs) Oh, man. Interesting, interesting, interesting. You you know, like,
0: if you guys come together, you could choose to forgive him. Yes. And whatever, but but it's the point of a resolution. Yes. You know, that's what it's... uh, And it feels
1: like it needs to be him addressing it. I can't be asking for it, you know? But it's. Inter- I'm. I'm actually happy now that we talked about it because I feel like seen in it, and I feel like it's shared. It's a bit of the burden, is is gone, you know. Anyway, like, uh, you can carry along with me. Yes. Right. See you tomorrow.